Hey Hawks, and welcome to episode number 24 of the Hawkcast. Our guests today are a father and son duo. Combined, they've played 149 games for the Hawks, scoring 1,840 runs. Dad has scored most of those, and they've taken 74 wickets, and Dad has taken none of those. Welcome, the Snowies, Mark and Nathan. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Emily. Snow, Snowy Junior, uh, yeah, I assume you've got quite the following ready to listen to this one. Yep. Have any of the boys <laughs> G'd you up? Have they, have you, who have you told that you're going to be on the Hawkcast? Oh, I told Cookie, Biggie. Cookie said it'll be the first one he's watching. Come on, Cookie. Yeah, no, no, we're not, not filming live. It's just, uh, I don't think we are. <laughs> um, all right, well, we'll start with you, uh, Mark. Um, where where'd you grow up? Was cricket something you did from the day dot, basically, or was that something that you came into later? Tell us. Yeah, grew up in Sydney, um, at West there, sort of St John's Park, Liverpool Park sort of thing. Didn't play much cricket as a junior. Uh, mate played at school around 12 or 13. He played for Mount Pritchard, told me to come down. Probably played three seasons there, 13, 14s, 15s maybe. Completely different to what juniors are now. Mm. Like, we do it so much better. Like, I don't think my parents ever watched one game of cricket. I rode my bike to training. I never had a kit. We used, you know, the, the pads and stuff. They had a gear. We, I, I might have had a bat if I was lucky. We shared everything. Yeah. And I never batted higher than seven and never got a ball. Because <laughs> <laughs> I joined the team late. It was just they already had their team. Weren't the greatest cricket team, but, yeah, it was just... It was just hard to break into that. The way we do it now, the 12s and 13s and restricted pitch, you know, it, it works better. You know, everyone's got to bowl three overs and that. It just gives more chance of people to stay in the game of cricket sort of thing. Um, I left sort of 15, 16s and then didn't play for a while. Played, um, played a lot of indoor when I done my apprenticeship. Then played a couple of senior years at Seven Hills in Blacktown. Started off in sixth grade, just went down to the local club because I was living out of Blacktown, that moved out that way. Put my hand up, went down, started off in sixth grade, ended up in fourth grade, went okay, made a grand final, got a duck in a grand final. LB, <laughs> just walking across the crease. Um, played another year with a couple of mates, just so a drinking comp, didn't really take it seriously, and that's the only cricket I played mm. in New South Wales and, until I come to the Hawks. Did, did you play other sports? We know we know you love uh, various sports, but did you actually play other sports? Or uh... Uh, I did play a lot of sports. Played virtually everything. Gave everything go. Rugby league. Played a lot of tennis, actually. If anything I was, was good at, it was tennis. Played a lot of, lot of tennis in my junior years and got a bit of coaching and played quite competitive. Played a little bit of golf. Touch footy. You just, you're always doing something with mates. Mm. You know, there was no AFL out where we were. Would have loved to play AFL, but yeah, we just sort of gave everything a go. But cricket was, I was always watching cricket, I was always playing cricket in the background. It was just summer was in cricket. We didn't have baseball or there was no other sports, there was no competition. So in winter, you'd play rugby league and you'd play cricket in summer. That, that's the way it was back then. And we'll get to uh, Snowy Jr. in a sec, but what uh, what brought you guys to the Gold Coast? Uh, I just moved up here, always holidayed up here. I always liked Queensland, always wanted to move up here. So finished my time. In Sydney, then I worked away with my dad for a while. I worked all over Australia, just doing gas lines and living away, which was good. And got to a certain age where I was ready to buy a house and settle down, and I thought Queensland was the right place for it. So come up here, probably when I was 29, 28, bought a house. And my missus come up, followed me. 
stalk me. <laughs> I don't know if she's listening. Probably not. She might listen later. I don't know if she's listening to me, but I always tell everybody she just turned up on the doorstep with a bag sort of thing. So. And yeah, I, I loved it up here. Mm. Yeah, I was just ready to get away from Sydney. Sydney was getting very busy, very congested. Didn't really like people down there. Just a completely different lifestyle. Mm. Always going to move up here and um, found Helensvale and, and a great place. You know, we do everything in Helensvale, you know, all the sports and schools and mm. Yeah, I love it up here. So was that early 2000s? Or? Yeah. And yeah, so, yeah, I was going to say, so then obviously there was a gap before then you joined the Hawks. Was yeah. like was Nathan the reason, I guess, you guys joined the Hawks? Or, or how did you, yeah. what, years later, why did you join the Hawks? Yeah, basically for Nathan, yeah, we didn't live far, just we tried, tried. Nathan played one year rugby league, but virtually the first sport he joined was cricket, mm. just in the backyard. So we took him down to cricket and probably... He's five or six years old. I think he's six years old. He started doing the Milo thing, and probably done that. For, you know, it seemed like he'd done that for about fifteen years. <laughs> yeah. Not that many bags, like those yellow bags, and all that <laughs> stuff. But the missus ended up giving away Christmas presents to people. You know, those plastic bats. And yeah, just keep going every year. He loved yeah. them and done nines, tens, elevens, all that through. But you know, there was only one side of each grade back then. Mm. Look at it, look at it now. Mm. It's unreal. And so, Nathan, you're allowed, you're allowed to speak also. <laughs> What do what are your <laughs> what are your recollections, uh, Nath, of, of cricket? Like why why did you love the sport so much, do you uh, reckon? Yeah, wasn't really watching too much cricket, don't really watch too much now, but just still liked it. Always playing in the backyard, smacking windows and stuff. <laughs> did your parents like that? Oh uh, no. <laughs> and mates, like do were you playing with mates even from that young age? Like guys uh, from school or not really playing a bit on the oval at school. Not many mates lived near me that I was out outside in the streets with. Decided to come down and play cricket, met a couple, Riley Bell, Biggie, Preston Willard, met them all there, played with cricket with them until the 13s maybe, yeah. and then separated, still close enough with them to play cricket now. Yeah. And do you remember who your coach was like when you were real young? Do you remember, is there anyone that's still at the club now? Sean Riddell was a part of that. <laughs> yeah. So it was Adam Bell as well, he was yeah. a big part of that, and then... Jack Baird might have been there as well, I'm pretty yeah, sure. I'm not sure, but I know Paul Baird was the coordinator for a year or two. Mm-hmm. I think he was one year there. But Adam Bell, Riley, Ed and Riley is a year younger than Nathan. They were together all through that. So he, he was mm-hmm. a big part of that. And he was he he took on the 10s and 11s, I think. And so they always played together. Even Harry Baird was mm-hmm. part of that model. I think there's a picture of the club that was one years ago of Nath, Harry, and Riley, and you wouldn't recognise them. Yeah. So hopefully one day they all play first grade together and mm. you can dig that photo up. It's unreal. Yeah. You know, back in you know, under fives or something. Yeah. That's crazy. And so early 2000s, Mark, what do, what do, what is your, like the even just the suburb of Helensvale, how much has it changed since you were uh, it's moved gotten, up? It's gotten busier. Like it's it's not quite an old area sort of thing, but it's just, it's a really good area. It's close to a lot of things. Cricket-wise, you know, I never really was interested in playing cricket. Like when I come up here, we just mm. sort of started my own business, had a family. I just had no interest in playing cricket again. Even though I loved it, I still watched it. You know, when I was a kid, I watched test matches, you know, every ball. You know, just sit on the lounge and parents would say, you're never going to get a girlfriend watching <laughs> cricket all the time. You know, the two things you got to be understanding, you've got to like sport. You know, so I just watched test matches. And was Who was no... your favourite player back then? Um, funny enough, probably showing my age here, but Alan Border was mm. just tough and gritty. And this is back when they used to lose a lot of tests, but he'd mm. come in. And he'd bat with a tail and he just wouldn't get throw his wicket away and just be really tough. And then as the years got on, I love Mark Wall and Ricky Ponting and still mm. dub, do love their commentary. They're unreal. And mm. when they commentate, they're actually talking as if they're playing. Yeah. Like, you know, they're sort of talking about, you know, he's got to get, get going. One commentator say, oh, he's got to get a move on here. Well, that's obvious. But he'd say, actually say his best bet here is taking on the, 
the spinner from the other end hitting to the short end or something that, that actually when they commentate they're thinking as if they're in the game so yeah. how would they actually go about themselves to winning the game so I love this and then a couple of years ago they were at Mark Wall was at the the luncheon yeah, yeah it was really good so a couple of us went down Martin Rhino a few places that church he was there I was there I was there <laughs> yes <laughs> ate some sort of cake didn't he uh, you just shove some cake in your mouth. Some uh, sweet. I, 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 I thought Matt Rule would say something. About that. Uh, I think you've got me confused with someone else. Um, <laughs> I'm sure um, someone uh, Nathan on a different um, favourite player. Anyone stand out? Oh, probably Nathan Lyon. Used to bowl a bit of spin myself. Not the best at it. Couldn't really spin the ball. Offy or, or leggy? Oh, offy, yeah. yeah. Mm. That's right. There's nothing wrong with being an offy that doesn't turn. It's <laughs> a good company. <laughs> yeah. yeah, same name, Nathan. Mm. Each decided to follow him. Still watch him play cricket and stuff, BBL and all that. Just, mm. yeah, decided to like him. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. Um, and so what was the, the first year, you reckon, you guys are here? What season, roughly? Uh... Like Nathan playing yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a long time ago, so how old are you now? 15. 15, yeah, so 10 years ago. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. so early, yeah, 2010. Yeah, so something like that. Yeah, so I guess you've uh, clearly seen the club change over that time, and also, I guess, progressively, you've probably got more involved as we've gone on. Yeah, yeah true. Like when I was, when Nathan was playing juniors, like I had no interest. Just one of those parents would just go down and, and watch him on, on a train or a Friday night sort of thing. They used to do Friday nights over at mm. um, Surface there. Sort of yeah, thing. right. And I, I had no interest in playing cricket. Like maybe because nobody, I didn't know nobody. The only person I knew at the club was Adam Bell. <laughs> and that was it. You know, I didn't know anybody else. I sort of knew Birdie, what he'd done. I knew Conrad was a president for a long years, but I just never got involved. You know, the kind of things we just go to the Christmas parties every mm. year. I knew they liked cricket, but I never got himself involved in coaching. Or like I didn't know there was an over 40 side. I didn't, yeah. I didn't know. I didn't really realise the type of cricket of the grade. Like I was working on a Saturday, had my own business and a young family. I just wasn't, didn't really want to play cricket until a few years later. And so what um, What finally got you across the line, Snowy, to yeah. play, to get back in and play senior cricket? I don't know who I heard it off, but someone said that you could play with your son when he's 14, which I think is unreal. Like I don't know many sports in the world where you can actually play with your son mm. and they can play against seniors at that age. So I found about that when he was around 12, so I thought, you know, if I'm going to do this, I'll do it properly, and I'll try to hit a bit of form before he comes along. <laughs> so I've made it in mind to actually play the next year. And I remember uh, Adam Bell, I think Nathan might have been in 10s or 11s or something, the fifth grade that year, um, Adam was part of, and they made it, they were making a great run to the finals. Yeah. They needed to win the last seven games with bonus points. So Adam come to training um, every week and sort of said, oh, you know, we need to win this game by this. And they made the grand final. So I went down and watched it at surface. Uh, Bruce Small, mm-hmm. two, I believe. Yeah. yeah. Had Crofties and yeah. Weber, maybe. Weber, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Riff, Jason Riff. Yeah. Yeah. They had Fieldsy. Yeah. And a few other blokes. Had a pretty good team. Stewie Neal. Yeah. You know, I nearly played with all, a lot of those blokes there, which is, is strange enough. Mm. So they had him on toast. They had him like, you know, three for not many at drinks or something. And the bloke just coming out and just... So yeah, small ground. Yeah, it was small ground. I didn't honestly knock that for how good this cricket. <laughs> they all like this. Look how tight the grounds are. So I just thought I didn't know whether I'm to play masters or seniors, but I thought oh, I reckon I have to play this. So yeah. I, I, next year I just signed up with Nathan. You know, I didn't still didn't know whether to play masters or seniors, and I just thought probably the first year I'll give masters a go because that's around my age group. And I don't want to be, you know, shown up or something. So I went down to a training session, just signed up, and the first bloke I met was Mark Wade and Rich, so mm. from then on. 
That's cool. And so there's a couple of things that um, we, I want to get to this this most previous season because that's obviously a special season for you guys. But before we do, a couple of things I want to ask about. First one is obviously super involved in cricket, but you especially, Nathan, AFL is like a, a big part of your life as yeah. well. So were you always playing both all the way through? Oh, yeah, playing them both. And then just decided to stop it this year. But yeah, playing for Coomera, started off at Labrador, sorry. Played there for a couple of years, went to Cooma, still playing cricket at that time, went back to Labrador, played for maybe two two seasons, and then still playing cricket at the time, training, missing footy pre-season training, still trained for cricket, finish that off, and then, yeah, just this season, decided to quit. Yeah. But you're keeping yourself busy with some winter cricket, though, so... Oh, uh... yeah, yeah. Winter cricket gone half decent. <laughs> Are you missing AFL after playing for oh, so many years? Or? A bit, yeah. I've been going down doing the water carrier. Oh, yeah. So you still have mates that play? Yeah, still for have the... mates that play, yeah. Yeah. Missing a tiny bit. Still play for school. Yeah. And then just winter cricket now, yeah, so. And where in the pack were you playing? What position were you playing uh, in AFL? pocket. Okay. Kicking, kicking goals, yeah. Slotting a few goals? Well, yeah, what was the, the most you got in the game? Three, I think. It was the last game last season. And you gave it away. Yeah. Went on the high. No one knew I was going managed to kick three. That's awesome, mate. Yeah, sweet. Yeah, so, yeah, coming to this most recent season, uh, playing together all all, uh, all season, um, well, Nate, well, like, you know, I, everyone that we've spoken to on the on the Hawkcast, you know, that it has a kid coming through, they always talk about what, how special it either is or would be. What about from your perspective, playing yeah. with the old man, and he was obviously your captain too. Yeah, real good. Getting all his bowls, bats, square legs, <laughs> being out there, yeah. Seeing dad across the field. Oh, you'll be on next, go find leg. Maybe smile and then bowl a couple overs, getting wickets. And then at the season, making the best players for fifth mm. grade me and dad both on that side yeah, yeah real good mm, that's awesome man and did you have any so obviously you played a lot of junior cricket and then what were your what did you think senior cricket was like like were you uh, yeah. scared i mean you're only 14 and you're playing you're not even playing the lowest grades so yeah, straight into fifth grade very, very scared spoke to aids tonight when they were selecting aids was selected in sixth grade he was saying don't be scared just if you're selecting fifth grade have fun go out there and then realized aids was in sixes Spoke to him about it, gave give him a little bit of shit, and then, <laughs> yeah, just like in that side, <laughs> yeah, and then yeah, come up to the day, still scared, just went out there, had a crack, and then went alright. So it you was, must have taken you must have taken wickets that very first game, did you? I don't think so. Not not the first five rounds, I wasn't going that good. You didn't take wickets for the first five rounds. I don't think no, so. you did. Really? You I'm sure you did. You got a wicket the first game. Yeah. And the actual previous year that we played that when it. Comp, they played the top game. I played yeah. with Mitch and Rawley yeah. and Liam. We played in that Brisbane cop, and you can play actually up there. You can play when you're 12 years old. That's <laughs> great. Young, young Joy Day got a run. So, oh, yeah. So oh, Nate, filled, Nate filled in for a couple of games. Yeah. So he had a little bit of it. And, yeah. And Joy Day is awesome. Like he gave him a bowl. Mm. I'm sure he got a couple of wickets there and took a good catch and had a bat. Mm. You know, so he had a little bit of a taste of it. Mm. I was impressed, as Gilly knows, as I know. Uh, in those lower grades, you got some guys that can can really hit a ball, and uh, you know they don't muck around, and uh, so that obviously was really good for you, I think, to to be able to experience that to come up against guys that like are gonna see this kid think oh yep sweet we'll line up this guy but obviously you did a great job from what i can tell to hold your nerve and uh, you know there weren't really any games that you really got hit around and you got lots of wickets so like how 
Oh, Tell yeah. us about that. There's a couple of games where, like, after the game, batters would come up to me, oh, you're young, doing good, good tactics. I like the way you bowl, thinking about where you land in them. And then there was, I think it's Flanders from Surface. Yeah, yeah Flanders. Mm. Great name. <laughs> Great name. It's literally his name. It's amazing. <laughs> I think so. I don't think he's Ned. It's just whatever it's called. I reckon it's probably my cricket as Ned Flanders. Oh, he smacked me for 100, then three sixes in a row, and Bruce Small again so I started kicking the dirt. Comes up to me and said, don't worry, it's not you, it's just a shit ground. <laughs> and then uh, come later in the year, bowling all right. Uh, one batter from Broad Beach started teeing off, bowling all right then, thought I could get him out. And then managed to get him out. Dad decided to drop two on the boundary. <laughs> and then, yeah, a couple of bo- uh, batters, yeah, just coming up to me after the game saying, like the way you bowl, good tactics, thinking mm-hmm. about where you want to land the ball and stuff. And what were those tactics? So did you, did you as the season progressed, did you have a plan every single game? Where were you trying to land the ball? Well, I, was, I was getting a bit of an outswing, never could get in swing, so I just decided to had strong wind behind me, not bowling that quick, mm-hmm. still don't. Uh, just trying to land them outside off, getting sprayed by Dad and Weber telling me to go ball wider and then managed to get a couple straight ones that mm. people just missed time trying to smack me straight to gully or around the cordon, and then, yeah, just managed to get a couple each game. Mm. And full, mate, like my reflections, uh, yeah, you just you rarely bowl a short ball, like just always really full and, um, yeah, super successful. But, um, Mark, what were your thoughts about playing uh, with, with Nathan? Like, I guess initially, was there any apprehension about playing him playing at that level? Yeah, heaps. I thought he'd play sixes for sure. And I think he would have if there was, you know, not two fifth grade sides sort of thing. So I thought he'd probably earn his spot in fifth grade, but he had to keep it sort of thing. And I thought I thought I could just play him like as a 13th man and just bring him along slowly, just give him a few overs here and there. And he feel, I thought he would have been happy to do that sort of thing, just bring him along slowly. But at the start of the year, you know, we, we didn't have the greatest squad at the start of the year. We're down a little bit on numbers and I had to use him straight away. And he... Just started in really good that late over bowling. Everyone's trying to get after him. He just puts it on a spot where people have to try to use their pace. You know, people have to ha- have to hit him for six if they're trying to. There's not there's a few batters on each each side fifth grade that can do that, but a lot of people down the order they can't they can't hit for sixes. So as long as you set a right field for Nate, you know you you get got a lot of catches. I oh, know took heaps. Barry took heaps. He just put it outside off stump and a slow pace, and they just couldn't clear the boundary. Mm-hmm. So. And what about your just experiences in, in general playing with your son? Was it every, I mean, you worked towards it for a couple of years. Was it everything you hoped it would be? Yeah, it was. It just sort of it just sort of happened like at the time. I didn't realise how much it meant. I'm sure when I'm 60 and that it will be. But because I was sort of I had the captaincy and that and he was helping me a lot out with that and yeah. we'd rush from juniors and sit up the ground and, you know, he'd always be out umpiring on the book and we just sort of got in and done it together. And because he was doing that, everyone sort of accepted him straight away. He was getting wickets. You know, I would hate to have him playing that side if he's just my son sort of thing so but the only spot and totally. he's done a great job yeah <clears throat> looking back as well yeah so got taking home uh, like a wheelbarrow full, full of awards and that yeah. sort of thing that must have been pretty cool yeah decided to go wanted to buy a wheelbarrow after that night <laughs> <laughs> I love that and what about um, what about like during that season what's your what's your like favourite highlight Nate? Oh, probably, yeah, just getting... There was one guy that was giving me a bit of shit in the game, take, uh, getting him out, and then probably just, yeah, getting 30 wickets in a season. Mm-hmm. Didn't think I was going to get any wicket at all in seniors. 
yeah, just getting wickets. And what about playing with uh, other guys your age? So playing with, you know, Hadfield and Donnelly and Biggie Turner. and, yeah, yeah, Turner. What's that been like? Yeah, good culture coming from juniors, like being strong, strong group and then coming up for seniors, always uh, giving each other a bit of crap, saying, oh, you're in sixes and that, and then playing fifths with them, either getting, putting on the bench first or just... Seeing like Jack, me, me and Jack always put mid on, mid off, and then just shine the ball with each other, and that yeah, just good, good culture. Mark, uh, the the in, infamous story, or do you, do yeah, you, yeah, no, you say it, you say it. Well, so of uh, Nathan being on a hat trick, and uh, I guess that shows uh, obviously you're being pretty pretty fair to to. Uh, was that hard to so? To to explain for the those listening, yeah. So Nathan's on a hat trick, and then not true. Not true. No, not true. true. <laughs> Nathan's on a hat trick, but he's bowled his four overs. Is that right? And you go, oh, t- sorry, mate, I'm taking the ball off you. Is that hard? It wasn't hard because I sort of planned it, and I didn't. I did realise it was hat trick, but I, the previous over I'd already worked out that me and Nathan would go off. I don't go off much, but I wanted to give whoever chance captaincy. He still liked it. And I knew I had thirteen that day, and I had eight really good bowlers. So I had everybody, you know, every, Kelly, Gill, had everyone, Hatfield, Donnelly. So I had had to work out, you know. Um, Brownie, Venue, Jock, so had a great team of bowlers. And we're coming up against Broad Beach, the, the lesser side, but I just knew I was going to win the game. You know, we bowled first. And I said to everyone, I said, look, we've got a lot of bowls today, so what am I going to do? And it was a team at the start of the day. So I'm going to give everyone four, four overs. You bowl them out first, so be it. Unless you chance for a fifer, you'll, you'll get another over. So Nathan's was bowling, and I worked out that me and him were going to go off. And sh- sure enough, he's second and last four wickets, two wickets in a row. And nobody really um, clicked straight away that he was going to be on hat trick because he's in the over. And then AJ starts walking down the first slip and I said to whoever I said, oh, I'm going off, mate, you know, keep bowling Donnelly or something. And then AJ goes, hang on, you know, he's on hat trick. Nath looked at me, he didn't say anything. And I said, don't worry, Nath, you'll be on a hat trick, you know, if you're next, mm. next ball, next over, next game. But I know it doesn't work that way. <laughs> yeah. I just walked off and, you know, the story's better because he didn't get a chance at hat trick. So... And everybody I've ever seen in the hat trick just bowls, you know, full toss or something down the side. It's a massive anti-climax. Everyone comes running in, in nine slips and, you know, short me off and all that. It doesn't work. Not many people get hat tricks. And the bloke who was coming in was a captain, Abercrombie, who have come up against a few times, coaching and playing. He's played on third grade and masters one, so he's a good batter. I'm not sure if Nath would have got him out, but, you know, I'm sure he's young enough and a lot of cricket ahead of him, so he'll have more chances to, to get a hat trick, I think. And uh, Snowy Junior, what were your experiences oh, of that? Yeah. Did you know you're on a hat trick? No, yeah. Like what did Dad you think said, about it? Weber and AJ just started screaming it out, and I was walking off the field. First over off the field, Dad, I said I was very annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> Asking him if I could go back on just for one over, and then he said, "No, nah, you you'll be on a hat trick again next game." So decided next game ball first ball, I think it hit for two maybe. And then was very annoyed. Weber spraying me saying, oh, it's a hat-trick ball. <laughs> Something that yeah was really cool about the season you guys just had was the run you went on. Sort of, well, did it start just before Christmas and then went through for pretty much the whole second half of the year? But, uh, you know, you went from sudden, from being beaten probably more often than not to all of a sudden you couldn't lose a game if you tried to. Yeah, it was like losing is a culture and so is winning. You know, you get, it's, a, it's a habit. You know? So we didn't win our first game to round seven. There was a couple of washouts in the middle of that. And I think we were in a little bit of trouble in the washouts as it was. But round seven we won our first game and then I think round eight was a derby. So that was, you know, epic game. 
I think we won four going to Christmas. And I know at the end of the day, we won 11 out of our last 13. Yes. Lost to Broad Beach and lost to Southport, two good sides. And we'll just, we're always one win behind to make it. But, uh, you know, we, we all just enjoyed each other's company. It was never really about, it was about finals, but it wasn't about finals. It was just about you know, a great bunch of blokes and just trying to win a game of cricket. And then, you know, the squad we had in the end, I just, there was games where I just knew we were going to win. I just wanted to make sure everyone played their part and I just knew we were going to win. It was never about bonus points for us. You know, that Coomera game in the end, I still kicked myself about we should have done the bonus point then, chasing 65 or something. Yeah. And, you know, we get it in the 18th, not the 17th. And, you know, I, I talked about it with um, Mud today. You know, I should have thrown Jot in there or Donnelly. You could burn three or four players. You know, you should be chasing that down in turnovers. And everyone did. But I just wasn't the type of captain to go out and tell Elliot, no, no, look, you've got to get on with it. You've got to throw your wicket away for the good of the team, you know. Mm. So I'm glad we didn't miss finals by one point. <laughs> but, you know, we just, we just like winning games of cricket mm. you know it wasn't about you know getting drunk afterwards a couple of times we had a few beers but we just like to win games of cricket and sit there afterwards and congratulate each other and never about being nasty or play the cricket the right way and you know you don't have to be nasty or ruthless to win a game of cricket you just play cricket the way it's supposed to be Nath that must have been uh, nice too to <clears throat> win all those games given we didn't have a lot of success uh, in terms yeah. of the win column uh, in juniors yeah captain juniors just uh, didn't really go as the way I thought Still played good culture in that, but yeah, just coming up to seniors, always keen for a game in seniors weekend. With those washout, I was always annoyed that seniors was getting cancelled, and then focusing on seniors a bit, decided to uh, go right there. And then, yeah, just like Dad said, sneaking a few beers slash pasitos in after the game. Always good, yeah. It's good. And um, both of you guys, I guess, had the opportunity to, to captain this season. So, uh, Mark, you first. Was this the first time you'd captained? And how did you find that experience? Yeah, first time. I probably wouldn't have done it if there was only one fifth grade side, depending what Weber and Croft do. I didn't know where they're going to stand. I wouldn't captain in their side because they played a lot more cricket than me. Mm. But they, I, there was enough hints during the year from Mud and Sean that they wanted me to captain. And then, you know, I, sort of, I wasn't really keen. You know, I just... I hadn't played much fifth grade. I still played at that stage more sixth grade than fifth grade. You know, I only played eight games of fifth grade. And I was just scared that I, you know, I was going to fail. I wasn't holding spots. So how I was going to captain the side and play with Nathan. I still thought Nathan was going to play sixth grade. So I was quite happy just to play sixth grade. And then Jack Lickers messaged me and said, you know, we think you do a great job. Are you keen? And I just sent back, yep, keen. And that was it. And it just sort of went from there. And then Weber asked me, are you going to captain? I said, yeah. And you yourself, Gil. And then you just jumped on board and, and gave me so much help and support. And it, was just, it just snowballed from there. And Nath, what about you? You captained a couple side, it's a couple times in the the div threes. Yeah, captain the, the bulk of the season, really. Yeah, yeah, right. Captain a couple seasons ago, Dylan Sheriff as coach, and then captaining this season with Cobb as well. Didn't win a single game, I think, but yeah, just always getting the game. Said not, didn't really. None of the boys really cared if we won. It was all about just having a go and all that. Mm. And then yeah, bit of parents having fun in that. Some parents giving us a bit of crap, and then, oh uh, yeah, just captaining was all right. Yeah, didn't, didn't mind it. Is it hard? Is it hard? Uh, like captaining when you're a bowler, did you feel like? Is it hard to put yourself oh, on? A bit, yeah, I had to ask Cobb a couple of times. It was selfish if I was bowling myself, opening in that, and mm. then didn't want to be selfish, letting the boys down or getting in trouble or anything. So I had to ask Cobb a couple of times, and then yeah, just felt a bit crappy if I was bowling first, and then. Didn't bowl good or bowl too good that I had to keep myself on. Mm. But you, you Cobb, do you see that season as success? Success though, like the Div ones obviously had more wins, <coughs> but like the success, like 
you know, whether you make finals or, like, they didn't win a game, but mm. a great bunch of blokes, great bunch of parents. Like, most of those kids would back up the seniors, mm. and I guarantee they'll all be back here next year. So, do you rate that as a success? Oh, I thought we were asking yeah, questions. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, no, I, no, 100%. No. <clears throat> of course, like, Nath, uh, I would have loved to have some more wins. Uh, it sometimes hurt to lose some games, but... um. But no, the culture that the the of the boys was really really good, and uh, yeah, I felt like we had um, both in Div One and Div Three a group that would play for each other, and uh, the you know uh, I feel everyone will be yeah. I've, I'm trying to get away from the cliche better for the run, but um, but anyway, uh, yeah. No, I, look, I, I think everyone got some good experience, and you saw guys uh, improve along the way, and. Same with Nath in terms of captaincy, you know, you see you learn some things along the way. So, um, yeah, and that, the biggest thing really is them, you know, developing and hopefully staying part of the club and enjoying it. And, yeah, so, and yeah, a great thing was seeing how many how many kids were, yeah, backing up for the seniors. Like we almost had almost everyone uh, yeah, out of the group of about 25, 26, 27. So, uh, and a bunch of them play that maybe didn't, they're playing winter now. As yeah. well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and there was kids missing out on a game of cricket. Sometimes they had that many numbers. Mm. Yeah, so yeah, that was really cool. And we'll go. <clears throat> Nathan and myself will go around again, yeah. and uh, hopefully get a couple more wins. But in the end, uh, the culture was a big thing, and yeah, being able to like we as a group often hung out um, after training for many hours and all that sort of thing, which I thought was a, a great thing. So I want to ask you, Nathan, about juniors and seniors. What? How different are they? Like, what do you, so for you personally? You probably didn't have the success bowling in juniors that you did seniors. What was the difference there? Do you think? Yeah, big difference. Like in seniors, people getting cocky, thinking that oh, 14 can't bowl good areas and that. And then you've gone in juniors, versing people that are 14 your age. Oh, this guy, I'm used to this guy, and all that. Even just batting, getting scared first. Like people with big run ups facing your own 14 year olds, and then. In seniors, not really caring too much because mm. they were either not really giving it a lot or just didn't really care too much. So I was versing seniors, it kind of just clicked. Whereas juniors, it was kind of a bit bad if I failed as they were in my old, in my same age group as well, yeah. Mm, so you could be a bit more almost relaxed in seniors. Yeah. yeah. And what about you, Mark? You saw, you saw both. Would you agree with that? The... Yeah, I would. Yeah, I think they were pretty unlucky in juniors and, and Cobb done a great job. Like they obviously did it. It's not about wins and that, but you know they tried hard. They should have won. You know they could have easily won three or four games. It's certainly the last it just, game. It just they're not a massively competitive group of bunch of blokes. Like did they wanted to win, but that it didn't really matter too much if they lost. You know, you know a couple of hours after the game, they still had fun and, and went to seniors. You know, and, and then laughed about it. So it doesn't yeah. mean didn't really mean that much to a lot of those players. But I don't know what that means but it's just that's the, that's a group we got you know and they're just great bunch of blokes but yeah like Nathan was quite unlucky he opened the bowling a lot of times in juniors a lot of catches went down but he still bowled good areas and mm. sometimes doesn't get you know both you blokes are bowlers you know sometimes you get none for 40 and bowl really good and you can bowl crap and, and get three f- for nothing so as long as you keep trying and toiling away and bowling good areas and I think a lot of times he bowled really good in juniors and, and got no rewards and he'd carry that to seniors and bowl the same line of length and you get three or four for so mm. That's a good thing about junior seniors. You get two cracks at Yeah. Yeah. Um, other than that, I've, look, I've, I've got to ask, obviously the batting didn't go the way you wanted it this year, but yeah. I mean, um, 
I know even towards the end of the year you were playing some nice shots and it was starting to get there. Just uh, but we've all had uh, seasons where uh, with the bat where it kind of just doesn't quite come together. But I mean, yeah, I'm sure you're uh, you're you're pretty confident that you can uh, you can get a few more runs on the board next year. Yeah, I had a shocking batting season this season. It was boys were giving me crap saying I was going to get ducks ducks award for a year. I was thinking about it as well going on a streak. I think worse than AIDS was about almost eight ducks in a row. Thinking about it, can't lose the AIDS here with ducks. <laughs> and then, yeah. Wasn't just, there a, sorry, mate, wasn't there a day where, wasn't there two ducks in a day? Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we, that's right. Not as bad as Josh Mitchell, Mitchell. Um, having two ducks in the space of half an hour in the same game. So it's a, like. Uh, <laughs> I remember he got out once, like three days, three times in a day. So, yeah. <laughs> so they got smashed at uh, Mudgee. I think Jack Lickerson caught up with this. He got out twice mm. there and then he went to seniors and didn't get many there. So how, how great is that happening? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that's all uh, part, part of the, learning, the uh, yeah. keeping, not, not getting too big ahead. You had an amazing season of the ball, but, uh, you know, but yeah, anyway, I'm, I know that you'll have the, the, the ability to make runs when yeah. um, it will come together for you. So uh, yeah, something you're still working on? Oh, yeah, we're in, a, we're in a cricket to go to dock last week. Robbed of a hundred, I can say. <laughs> uh, just practicing with the nets, really. Not really started to get myself out. Not really bowlers getting me out that much, but just need to start focusing on, actually focusing on, uh, batting and staying out there for longer. Like last junior game at Mudgy, got fifteen odd. Mm. Where I was out there for forty balls and just realized how much fun it is batting, yeah. staying out there for a while. Yeah, no, was, uh, yeah, and again, you looked in great nick there. And uh, but yeah, talking about batting, Mark. So we've got here your high score eighty three was in a derby game, uh, which I assume were you. Yeah, captain? so I didn't, I didn't remember this at all. But it was a sixth grade derby game, you and so you were on the other side. Yeah, you were on the oh, other side. He was on the opposite. He was side. on the other okay. side. Yeah, right. right so and now uh, my bowling figures weren't great, so he probably did smack me all around Hessian. Uh, what was yeah? What were your recollections? That must have been was that the first game you played on turf. No, he I played, uh, oh, played Masters, Masters of course, yeah, yeah. Just my first game. Yeah. <laughs> was it your first game? Uh, well, I think there was a derby earlier in the year. I was looking it up. So it was in January, so it was probably the second derby. So we probably yeah. played the first one. I think one. the first one was a draw, wasn't it? No. Nah. First right? one. No. no you, we, there was one that was a draw. <coughs> the, oh, no, you you're right. So, so you, yeah, oh, I you get very confused. Gotcha. Yeah, I yeah. think our very first derby when there were two sixth grades was at rugby, and we won that one. And then I think there was maybe that that one, and then maybe the third one was a draw, or that could have been another season. I don't know. Oh, but anyway, in any case, tell us you, about yeah. What yeah, are your so, recollections? So um, unfortunately, your best score for Helen Sale is against Helen <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't like that. I'd rather get someone else. But those derbies, remember the first one I actually played in your side, Gil. So I was on the losing side because people were swapping and changing all yeah. year. It happens in um, when you have two sides. So I played the first one in yours. And we look like winning that. Mm. And Kelly come out and got 50 chill. Mm. So he beats then. Do you remember that? And the next one uh, was in the other side. It was in the <laughs> side. I remember the day. I remember everything about it. Um, went to top golf with the juniors. I said to the juniors, I think I was coaching the 13s that year. And I said to the juniors, I said, if he's win, if he's getting the outright, you beat Kieran in the last game, I'll take his top golf. So sure enough, they do that. They beat someone the outright, Madrivar or something. And then they beat Kieran in the last game. And we had some good clashes against Kieran. So it was really good to win. And yeah. at the end of the game, boys weren't saying, great win. They were yelling, top golf, top golf. <laughs> That's all they want. So I so went to top golf that morning, yeah. sure enough, you know. <laughs> I've just learned something for next season, coaching yeah. most motivation. Yeah, that's it. It does work. <laughs> um, so we went to top golf in the morning. For some reason, I got two hours for the kids. I should have just got one hour. <laughs> so we got one hour, and then a couple of dads said, I wish you'd get a bay, you know. So we got a bay, and the kids had 
it's got the second hour sort of thing. And then we ended up in a bar, like drinking schooners, you know, knocking it back. And then lady from Top Golf comes over and says, you know, are you looking after these kids? So yeah, no, yeah, no worries. What's going on? And so they're running a muck, you know, throwing clubs. And this is getting out of hand. And so sure enough, go, well, now what's going on, guys? I think they, I don't think they'll be too bad. Yeah. They, they weren't really supervised at that stage. And, us drinking beer, so I didn't really feel like playing cricket. It was a hot day. It was a really mm. hot day. And that morning at the ground, they had the sponsors' day. Yeah, yeah. So we were after that, and I remember going out batting. I don't know where I batted if I opened or something. I think I, you opened. I think I opened, but I wasn't. I wasn't batting too well. I know I hit a couple of um, pull shots to Lumley, but they were tough chances. But I didn't didn't really feel it, and I just got better as the day went on, something. Sort of and I got to fifty. I think Hordo was out there, and, he's, and I played a loose shot. I thought, you know, I've got enough runs here. I'll just. Play, I played a loose shot in this one. He said, you know, put your head down here, you, you know, you can get some runs here. We need you, and we need you to win this because we're chasing, I think we're chasing 167 or something. And then um, Tarpy come out, and he's a really good mate. I love playing cricket with him, and he come out, and he just got me going, and I was really down in energy. He said, you know, come on, Snowy, we can knock these off together, and he started hitting the balls, and I was really tired, so he took over. And then and I started using my feet and driving well, and I played, I know Bing was bowling, I know Kai was bowling, yourself, Gil, Lumley, I remember Bertie was umpiring and even mm. Harry Lickers was doing all that. And I just I remember just trying to hit everything straight and harder. And then one stage, Bertie said, you, you might be on for 100 here. You know, you guys want to talk about this. And then the word came out, said, if you get the runs the next over, we get a bonus point, you know, which is not a bad chase, you know, to get a bonus point chasing 167. So Tarpy hit a couple of fours and, and, and walked off very happy, I must admit. Yeah, not, not, not me though. Yeah. Uh, do you remember, do, was there a particular bowler you enjoyed lining up? Do you remember? You're, you're just I'm just, I'm yeah. <laughs> I don't, I must have blocked it from my memory. I don't have many you're recollections. You're bowling pace. Yeah, back to pace back then, yeah. But yeah, I just, I don't like, I don't really like playing derbies. I don't really play, like playing intra-club matches. I don't like <laughs> beating my own teammates. Mm. I, I didn't even like derbies this year. Yeah. Because I don't know, it seemed like the other team took it more serious than us. Like I don't really like you know, beating mates and that. And Dolly was on the other side. He's a good mate. You know, I don't really like that. Sauce mm. had a really good that day. You know, yeah, really... so they, they were the big partnership yeah, for our team. Yeah. I was so happy with Sauce. He's been hitting the ball really well sort of thing. And, you know, it's hard to say, great batting mate when you're actually trying to beat him. So mm. I don't like derbies at all. But it was just, I just I remember using my feet to bing mm. and just hitting the ball really hard and straight. Just actually timing the ball, the better I went on sort of thing. You know, I wish I had more runs to chase because if I was ever going to get 100, mm. probably won't now. It would have been that day. <laughs> uh-huh. Or in terms of uh, something you, you still need to chalk up, a wicket. Where is the... Where's it, you're yeah. the captain, mate. Yeah, where, yeah, where, where, where where you yourself is, is that something that you have, like, you like, I want to take a wicket one day? Or, or could you happily stop and have never taken a wicket? Uh, I could, I'd say the second option there, yeah. <laughs> I'm not a bowler. I do bowl the nets, but... I bought one good ball and then five bad ones. I've got no oh, consistency at all. Yeah, that's all right. That works sometimes. <laughs> and I actually did um, play a sixth grade game first year and in Chalky's side. Mm. And for some reason, I talked him into giving me a bowl. <laughs> so Chalky was helping out Dylan Sheriff and Sean Riddell was helping out the trawls. So I talked Chalky into bowling me the depth. And as I'm ducked over, and I think I had the figures in my cricket, like three overs done for trawl, which don't seem too bad. That's yeah, good. I'm pretty, I'm pretty yeah. sure there were seven bad balls <laughs> in that. And ducks is really yeah, so exciting. And then I did bowl... We had a Masters tournament this year where it was a seven aside or eight aside, but everyone had to bowl mm. unless you were the keeper or things. So I had to bowl and I got spanked all over the ground. You know, we were at um, Tansy Park on the main ground there and we were playing someone and I was just throwing up hand grenades and the bloke hit me from Tansy 1 and all the way down to Tansy 2. <laughs> through the white fence starts rolling in their pitch. Massive, massive shot. Yeah. And the bloke starts walking off. What's going on here? So he trotted me his wicket. Oh, that, that was virtually the only way I was going to get a wicket. So you got a wicket? 
Pull shot. Hit wicked. Yeah. Oh, and there was so another, actually got another wicket that one where some bloke missed it. It come off Woodsy's legs. And so nearly called a stumping. So that, I went, you know, two, uh, two wickets for two, 100 runs. I was two, two <laughs> getting, are getting tired on the boundary. You know, Hallett was saying, please snow you bowl somewhere else. And they were just building, building me all over the park. And there was one other time I had, I had a chance to bowl. I was a captain uh, Masters Div 2 side. Uh, Windows was injured. And... Had a real strict umpire, like he was really by the book and everything, and docking me for overs and stuff like that. <laughs> so sure enough, Mal Ryan comes on and, and he can bowl anything. You know, he can bowl a jacket, whatever comes out. But he can bowl full toss, short, everything. You know, he's mixed lollies ears. So sure enough, he bowls two no balls, and the umpire calls me over and says, "You know, he's, he's t- I'm taking him off." You know, said, look, he's got one ball left in this over. Can he just bowl the one ball? You know, let him bowl a spin, whatever, and that's it. He's done his spot. Won't bowl again. No, Mark, he's got to go off. So sure enough, I had a great chance. I had one ball. I had one <laughs> ball. And I still didn't take the ball. I didn't have no confidence in myself to actually bowl one one ball. Because I know what would have happened. I would have bowled one ball. Blake would have blocked me. And then everyone would have talked to me and said, oh, you should bowl yourself again. <laughs> again sort of thing. So no, I don't need to bowl. You know, that's my contribution to the team. Because I just can't consistently put in the right area. I don't know if I'm bowling spin or medium pace. I just, I've got nothing in the shoulder that mm. feels right to actually bowl in the right areas. Mm. So I'll leave that to know. <laughs> you can take all the wickets. So, um, what about next season, guys? Nath, uh, what are your what are your goals for next season and into the future? Oh, yeah, still playing juniors, trying to go good at that, trying to at least make a fifty this year. No, Dad's always saying try and get a fifty last year. Was had a, had a chance to get close until I got cheaply run out at Run Over Bay, and then yeah, it's just this year. Yeah. And what about um, grade-wise? Do you feel um, if you had the opportunity, even if it meant you weren't playing with your dad, would you like to go up the grades? Would you? Oh, yeah. I remember I was 14, just thinking I was going to be water carry for ones, always wanted to do that. And then, yeah, tr- want to try and get a game in fours just to see how it is. Seem to bowl better on synth throw than I do on turf. And then even if we get a game in sixes, wouldn't mind just playing cricket. It's great, man. Great attitude. And uh, Mark, what about you? Was uh, coming into the next season, captaincy or off-field stuff? What are your What are your plans? Yeah, not too sure. I'd like to go around again as captain. I'd, I'd like to have a similar squad. I think we deserve a chance to, to go one better. But there'll be changes. The people people go up. People won't play again. People go down. So, but I'd love to keep that core group again because we had a, a bit of chemistry there. And we had really great blokes. Off the field, I sort of I put my hand up to do the chairman of selectors role. They sort of asked me to do that and. I'm around the club a lot, and I work doing captaincy last year and working a little bit with Liam. I thought Liam done a great job last year, and it's quite challenging, you know. I think I'd do a good job of that because I've got a good understanding of the juniors coming through. I played with the masters. I've got a good idea of the seniors, and it's not about if I'm people are better cricketers than me. It's just about getting picking the right people in the right teams, and you know, it's just at the end of the day, it's just you know, filling spots sort of thing. Like, you might name the sides on Thursday and you know, there could be seven or eight changes by the Friday and Saturday morning. So you just run around messaging people. So I'm, I gather you'd have to have your phone pretty handy to you <laughs> come Friday night and Saturday mornings getting people in sides. But it, it'll be a challenging job. I know last year uh, we had 13 on each side. I, that's one thing we've already talked about. You know, it's quite challenging to play 13. You'd rather just have 12. You know, it's hard enough to tell someone you're batting 10 or 11, mm-hmm. let alone tell them 12 or 13. So... I'd like to do that job, and I think I'd do a good job and, and work with the captains and the club coach and the committee, so that's a job I'd, I'd like to take on. 
Uh, um, you go, well, sorry, I was just going to say uh, just a couple of last mm-hmm. questions before we get into the super over to wrap it up. But uh, we look, Nathan, you've got the Lynx Hope Island sort of uh, get up on. Yeah, get up. Uh, yeah. So obviously, great. You, you got got some work there, and well, yeah. Tell us quickly about that. That's I know it's fairly new. Yeah, just got the job recently working at the driving range. Realised Harry Lickers and Tim Sloan play there. Made Harry bet saying if he tries. Pierce me in the in the driving range buggy. I'll get him a drink, <laughs> and then yeah, going right to that, getting a good pay, and then working at Macca's still as well, just two times a week. Yeah, sweet. Very Are you good. saving for anything or? Oh, pesitos in a car. <laughs> <laughs> in that order. <coughs> yeah. And um, after school, any plans after school? Oh, probably just groundskeeping if I can get a chance. Yeah. Like doing work experience at Links as well, once a week for five weeks. Just groundskeeping, yeah, trying to get interested in that. Help, trying to help them, the club as well, cricket. Mm, that's great. Yeah, do you... Yeah, and uh, uh, Mark, off-field just quickly, um, I know you've got a few interests in some racehorses. How did you, is that something you've always been interested in in your, in your life or uh, more recently? It has, it has been, yeah. Got that from your dad. He sort of used to take me to the racetrack as a kid, sort of thing, and he dabbled in a bit of SP bookmaking, sort of, sort of helped him out when I was a young kid, so... Um, as soon as I got enough money, like for my business, I started buying racehorses. And I think at one stage, I only really had like I owned one racehorse and it was no good, and the bills are massive. Mm. So I sort of said to myself, then I'll I'll get more racehorses, but have lower percentages. So nearly every year, I've got one, nearly a whole racehorse, but it might be between you know 12, 15 horses, some 10%, mm. some five, some two and a half. But I've had that for about, you know, ever since I had my own business, sort of 17 years. Some are good, some are bad, but yeah, I like it, I enjoy it, and it's just, everyone's got their out or passion, mm-hmm. they do up cars or whatever they do, and that's mine, you know, it's not cheap, every time I buy a racehorse, I have to sleep on the lounge, <laughs> but I like doing it, I like follow them, and when you get a win, it, it's exhilarating, you know, it's a massive thrill. So how, how many horses in your portfolio, I guess, now? Stable? Oh, I've always got sort of 12, 12 <laughs> 15, I've got too many, I'm trying to get it down, but... Oh, I thought you were saying you were buying 12 to 15 per year. No, I'm no, not. No, I was going to say that as well. Every year I buy maybe once. It depends how many retires that year. Yeah. You might so have if hundreds. I lose one a year for it retires or yeah, it goes yeah, on yeah. for breeding purposes, then I'll buy another one yeah. that year. So it's around that mark, but I'd like to get it down a bit more manageable, sort of three or four, because the bills start to add up. And, but I, it's just a passion of mine. And no no like, wonder you're working horses. two jobs. And they all around the country? Yeah, all around the country. Melbourne, Sydney. What's the Nothing. biggest biggest race you've had one of them race in? Well, Ruby Saki's got awesome. She'd won a, a Group 2 wow. race in Melbourne, which was pretty good for a breeding person. She's worth quite a lot of money when she's done being female. Mm. She won a, a big million on a race in Sydney, which is just restricted to the sales because she was bought for English. But, you know, won a race in Melbourne Cup Day, won the race before Melbourne Cup Day. Wow. It's this hybrid stakes with... Hi, Jack Cassie. So I've had, I've had some good ones. She's your most successful horse? Yeah, but Ruby Saki will because she'll, she'll earn a lot of money and she's worth, yeah. worth a lot of money. And she's still racing enough, good enough now to, to win some more good races. But yeah, it's hard to get a good one. Yeah. yeah it's just a numbers game. The more the more you buy, the better chance you get a good one. Mm-hmm. That's the way it is. Very well, I wouldn't recommend it to anybody. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's a good investment, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's not a good investment. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into, really appreciate your time, guys. So we're going to finish off with uh, our super over segment uh, where we're going to give you six six words uh, and we just want one word answers. Uh, from, from both of from you. From both age. of you. So yeah. you both get a chance at each of the balls, each of the words here in the super over. Yeah. Um, do you want to kick us off, Cobb? Yeah. What better way to start than Pasito? 
Um, life. <laughs> Do I have to answer that? Yeah. Uh, Pasciano. It used to be called Pasciano. Even Webb used to say that when we were kids. It wasn't Pasito. But yeah, I don't, I don't know how he drinks that stuff. Um, what about Aiden Ferguson? Oh, this might be a bit insulting. <laughs> AIDS. I like AIDS. Yeah. He's a good bloke. Horse racing? Expensive. <laughs> Waste of money. I'm going to keep going with the names here. What about Jaden Small? Clown. I'll just say Biggie. <laughs> uh, captaincy? Challenging. Oh, culture. And we'll finish off with this one. What are your thoughts on the Hawks? Oh, great. Awesome call. Sweet. That's Good. the most concise. I love that. Had, I love uh, that. I love that from the guys. Yeah. 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 Lots of guys struggle to keep it in the yeah in the, <laughs> the one in the one word. Um, thanks so much, guys. Really appreciate you, Snowies. Appreciate um, what you do. Uh, for the club and um, yeah just you great guys so thanks for being on the podcast thanks for having us